You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Final hour on this Monday, Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Coming up, we'll talk to former Heisman Trophy winner Carson Palmer. Also check in with the Washington football team and their head coach, Ron Rivera. More phone calls as well. Best and worst of the weekend. What you saw that you liked, you didn't like. Say good morning to those watching on Peacock, our streaming service. Download the app. You can watch for free all three hours in our radio affiliates around the country, including the Fox Sports Radio lineup and iHeartRadio. McLovin, update the poll results if you can. Please. Most impressive win of the weekend, the Indianapolis Colts. And like by far, 58% compared to the second one is the Vikings at 22%. All right. Uh, Washington goes to Carolina and beats Carolina. At home against Seattle on Monday night will be their next game. So uh, two in a row with Washington beating the Buccaneers and their head coach, Ron Rivera, joining us on the program. How's morale, coach? <laughs> well, you know, after winning, it's a lot better, that's for sure. But when you go into a game like that, what kind of emotions do you have? It's, you know, it's one thing to go on the road. It's another thing to sort of go back home or your home away from home. So yeah. how, do you, how do you fight those or deal with those emotions? Well, you know, one of the things that we talked about going into the week, I told the players, I said, you know, it's going to be an interesting thing. I'm coming back or going back and, you know, Cam's going to be there as well. I said, so it's going to be interesting. So let me focus on what's interesting. You guys focus in on playing the game. Don't worry about what I say. Don't worry about how I gush about being over there, that whole thing. You guys have to focus on the game. And so we tried to keep it separate. We really did. And, and quite honestly, Dan, it, it was good to go back because I got a chance to see a lot of a lot of good friends. What was it like drawing up a game plan to go against Cam? You know, it's interesting because we were trying to figure out, you know, what are they going to put into the game plan? What are they going to use? How deep can they get into their playbook? You know, because you look at what they did with their other quarterbacks and you say, okay, this will fit Cam, that won't fit Cam. Um, and then you look at what, what Cam had done the previous year with New England, and then you try to remember what Cam was doing when he was with us back in the day. So there were a lot of things that, you know, we were trying to kind of figure out. It was tough. It wasn't. But I think what Jack and, 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 and the defensive staff came up with, I thought was pretty good. Tougher coming up with a game plan for Cam or the previous week with Tom Brady? Oh, Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Um, you know, he's different. I mean, there's so many things that he can do, and, and you have to prepare for that. With 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 Cam, you know, you know what he does well, and, and you really believe that's what they're going to do with him. Now, he has some good weapons, and Christian McCaffrey is as good a weapon as there is in this league, and I think D.J. Moore is a guy that, you know, every time he gets the ball, he's an explosive player too. What were you trying to get Brady to do? Gosh, the, the biggest thing was we were we were trying to trying to connect to his routes to to, to his, his his receivers, and and get him to hold that ball just a, a touch longer than he's used to. And, and if we could do that, we felt we had a chance. I talked to Drew Brees in the first hour, and I said, you know, what's it like when you get older? And he said, well, you know all the answers to the test, but <laughs> but that doesn't mean you can go out and perform when you have all answers to the test. But when you face someone like Brady, is there anything that you could possibly do that he has not seen before? No, there, there really isn't. I mean, you, the biggest thing you try to do is you try to affect him one way or the other, whether it's to get your, your rush close to him or it's whether to get close to his receivers, to, to get him to, you know, to hold it just for a second or get him off his mark. If you can do that, you have a chance. Uh, what do you tell your guys about the taunting rule? Um, don't put yourself in the position where the referee's got to make a decision. 
In other words, just don't do it. I mean, again, if you want to celebrate, that's great. Look to us. Now, we got we got one last week, and, you know, I'm not a big fan of, of, of why it was called. But, again, I get it. You, you know, it, it's, it's one of those things that, you know, just just don't 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 do something that's going to put that referee in that position to make that decision. Where do you think this came from? Well, what it came from was it came from the fights that, that had broken out the last couple of seasons that really turned into melees that were, you know, were, were quite honestly, you know, what you don't want to see out there. And so when we talked about it, we debated it in the, in the committee was, guys, you know, we don't want guys that are going to come out and, and do something that's going to create something else to, to, to escalate. Okay. And, and that's really what the whole idea and, and the idea behind it is. Don't give these guys a chance to have this stuff happen. I mean, we've had some pretty bad stuff where we had Tampa, New Orleans, New Orleans, Chicago. We had the stuff that, that went on with, with, uh, with Denver and the Raiders, you know, and that's why you don't want those things to happen on that field because we got a great game. We got a good thing going here. And the last thing we want to see is something like that to happen and then something worse to happen where somebody gets hurt during something like that. And I wonder, and even at the beginning of the year, I wondered if this was going to be something that could affect the outcome of a playoff oh, game, yeah. right? Oh, that, that's the scary thing. That's the truth of the matter. I mean, you know, but, but honestly, don't do something that's going to, you know, that, that's going to deter, I assume that's going to take away from, from the game. We're trying to stop it. We're trying to get guys to understand, hey, let's, yeah, you know, hey, you want to celebrate, you want a good time, go do it. Run to the other end zone, okay? Run to your bench. Run to your teammates. But, you know, don't turn and look at the other team and, 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 and point your finger or, or drop the ball at them in their face, you know, because that's, that's, what, that's what we're trying to prevent. We're trying to prevent the next big brawl. How's your quarterbacking situation? <laughs> it's fun. Um, we, have a, we have a guy that's got a lot of personality. He's got a little bit of swagger right now, feeling pretty good about some of the things that he's done. Um, but he's a guy also that works hard. He competes. Um, he also one of those guys that, that, you know, if you keep yourself close to a game, you feel like you have a chance to win. And I think that's what his teammates are feeling because of who he is. Best team that you faced this year. Oh, wow. Um, gosh. I mean, we, 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 we played some pretty good teams. I mean, I, I think Tampa's a, you know, right up there, even though, you know, they, 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 they lost to us. You know, there's still a team that you sit there and say, man, this is, there's a good group of guys that just says they, start coming again you know if they do like they did last year and they find that part where they get hot yeah they're, they're going to be scary you know um i still like buffalo you know I, 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 they're a team that really you know um i like the way kansas city can be explosive you know we bottled them up for for right into the middle of the third quarter and then all of a sudden patrick mahomes you know went crazy against us um i mean I, there's some pretty formidable teams that we have faced that that again that when they do what they're capable of that they're pretty doggone good what's the best piece of memorabilia you got in the office <laughs> golly there i got a lot of them I, I really do i've been very fortunate you know in, when you in the league for 30 something years you know, see i one of my favorites i got a photo of my, my my father and my my three brothers when we did the usaa commercials um you know i keep that up there because I, I lost my one of my brothers to pancreatic cancer and he's in that picture and it's actually the last picture all four boys were with my dad that's awesome big deal where's the super bowl ring uh i don't have the super bowl ring but i do have over here in the corner i got uh the uh the replica trophy they gave us at the uh at one of the reunions that we had it's really kind of cool 
you know, I, I'll bring you in the office that way. If any player sits there and looks at it, I can sit there and reminisce a little bit and tell them, I'm telling you, if we can get one, guys, you'll never forget it. You had seven and a half sacks in your career. Can you name all the quarterbacks you sacked? Gosh, uh, probably not. Um, it was a long time ago. <laughs> um, it's only seven and a half sacks, Coach. I know. I, I mean, know. it's not Reggie White here. No, because Reggie, believe me, Reggie would have. He'd still be. Na- he'd still be naming him up. I'd be done very quickly. Um, no, but uh, you know, I had. Uh, gosh, yeah. Did you get a Hall of Famer? Is there? Is there like? Oh yeah, oh, I got a Hall of Famer. In fact, my last NFL sack uh, was Brett Favre, and and when I started coaching, Brett was still playing, and so we were on the. You know, we were pregame. We're sitting there talking at BS and. And he said something about me. And I said, hey, let me tell you something now. I want you to know you were my last NFL sack. <laughs> he looked at me and he goes, damn, I was slow then. <laughs> that was 92, I think, right? Yes, it was. It was. It was. It was. It was. Oh, yeah. Dang, I'll tell you, that's that's a way to bring those memories back. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. Thank you. You know, um, I, I'm I'm – in my uh, 13th month of recovery, uh, they tell me it's about an 18-month process, maybe two years, but uh, I've been good. All of, my, all of my scans and everything have come up negative. All of my doctor reports have all been positive. So things are going well, knock on wood, and uh, it's been good. Would you rather the people ask or didn't ask? I'd rather they ask because I, I tell you, because every time people talk to me about it, I always make a, a pitch for, um, for, uh, for, for, for people to, to – to, take care of themselves, self-check, self-report. You know, I mean, I was very fortunate. I caught it when I was shaving. I felt a lump in my neck that just didn't feel right. And um, because of that, I I reached out to my doctor. Um, A lot of people, they feel something, they don't reach out. And I tell them, one of the things the doctors told me was because I caught it early and did something about it. And that's what I tell people when they ask. So you find the lump. Do you call a doctor that day? Um, I called him the next day. My throat was a little sore, and so he, you know, took a look and said, "You know, yeah, you're right. Your throat, maybe it is." So they gave me some medicine. Um, I was going on vacation the next day, so but when I got back, it was still there. So then I went and saw him again. He said, "Let's keep an eye on it for a week. Come back and see me." Nothing changed, and that's when we went and and, and he 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 put the ball in uh, and got it rolling. Congrats on the wins, Coach, and more importantly, I'm glad you're feeling better. Happy Thanksgiving. Cool. Happy Thanksgiving to you, Dan. Thank you. That's Ron Rivera, Washington football team head coach, two-time NFL coach of the year, and uh, won a Super Bowl with the Chicago Bears. Uh, It's always great to catch up with him. I like him. I like him as a person. Um, Sometimes in college football, it's difficult to separate the player from the program. Ohio State's C.J. Stroud and Alabama's Bryce Young put on shows this weekend. We're trying to sort this out. Heisman Trophy, uh, best teams in football, but... Stroud was, and I thought he was going to get these opportunities of standalone games, nationally televised games, important games, and if he plays well, he can win the Heisman Trophy. Well, you blow out number seven, Michigan State, and he completed 29 of 31 passes for six touchdowns in the first half. Bryce Young, he set an Alabama school record, 559 passing yards, Five touchdowns in a win against Arkansas. But you just don't know if it's the system, that quarterback, and those wide receivers, because 
Mac Jones, Tua Tonga-Vailoa, Jalen Hurts at Alabama. Stroud takes over for Justin Fields, who followed Dwayne Haskins. They're well-run offenses. But it doesn't mean that they won't be successful NFL quarterbacks, first-round draft picks, but it's a little bit tougher with some of these programs because with Alabama, you got receivers who are going in the first round. Ohio State has really talented wide receivers. But you're trying to sort of assess how good these quarterbacks are, and it makes it tougher because we've seen quarterbacks who have been successful at Alabama. You know, Greg McElroy, where he wasn't going to be a great NFL quarterback. A.J. McCarron, you know, they were successful. But a lot of that is you're playing behind a pro offensive line. You got a Hall of Fame coach. You got a great running back usually, and you got a couple of really good wide receivers. And I think you see that with Tua. Tua was the hardest guy, I think, for the scouts to look at and Jordan Love because they they just weren't sure Jordan Love had talent is uh, second to last year at Utah State, and that he didn't have talent. They weren't sure what to make of Josh Allen because Josh Allen did have talent, but he wasn't a big-time quarterback at any place in his career, you know, high school and college. And then you're going, okay, what is real? What is not? Um, you know, Tua, is he a great quarterback or is he a good quarterback? Then you have the injury, the hip injury. And that's what made it really challenging. Everybody's all in on Justin Herbert now. There weren't a lot of people all in on Justin Herbert because he stayed in school, cooled off, and all of a sudden, because I would tune in and I would see some moments, but I didn't see consistent greatness. I saw somebody who was really athletic, could run. I didn't know how accurate he was going to be passing. That was the sense I got when I watched him. In the Rose Bowl, he was great, but he was great with his legs. And then, like last night, you know, Chris Collinsworth was like, man, he's, he's talking about his running ability. Well, he is, he's an athlete. He did this in college. But, you know, trying to assess, like, how good are these guys? If you watch Tom Brady at Michigan, you wouldn't have come away going, man, someday he's going to be great. You just don't know. And then you'll get somebody like Baker Mayfield in college. Okay, running an offense, Lincoln Riley. All right, is it Baker? Is it Lincoln Riley? Is it, hey, you get to throw to great wide receivers. Kyler Murray, same thing, one year. Dwayne Haskins, one year. That's where it gets really challenging. That's why when you get... You know, Trevor Lawrence, you had a body of work. You had three years there that you go, okay, I, I know what he can do. Let me see if he improves. And is he going to be a finished product when he comes out? But a lot of these other quarterbacks, you know, pick it at Pitt. I don't know how good he is. He's got the it factor, but I don't know if he's going to be, you know, uh, you know, Matt Corral. Got a ton of talent. Athletic? I don't know if he can play. Mitchell Trubisky had all those traits. Daniel Jones had all those traits. You know, they're athletic. They can run. They can do. But you just don't know if they can do it on a consistent basis. Yeah, Paul. I went back and looked at Tua. His sophomore year at Alabama, 43 touchdowns and six picks. Yeah. 4,000 yards in 15 games. And the, the articles about him, if he came out now, he'd be the number one pick. And, and if you even go to the draft, the only questions were about health. The big question is about health. There's very little football questions. And I don't know how they didn't question his arm strength. 
because it looks like, you know, when John McEnroe would hit a forehand, it looked like he had to put everything into that forehand. Everything. He didn't have power. And two is like that. He, he, it looks like he has to use his whole body to be able to throw. There's nothing that's natural where it just comes off his, you know, off his hand. Like Justin Herbert, he throws, and you're like, wow, okay, that's different. But Tua just feels like he is working so hard. All right, we'll take a break. More phone calls coming up. Carson Palmer is going to join us coming up next here. We'll ask him the best win of the weekend, the worst loss of the weekend. Back after this in the Dan Patrick Show. M-Drive has a new product, M-Drive Lean, powerful protein supplement for driven guys who want to lose weight, look good, and perform at their best, no matter what their age is. M-Drive Lean, first of its kind, protein powder, formulated with Morisil. And Fritzy goes, what's Morisil? I said, you're the guy who graduated second in your class. I still don't know what it is. It's a clinically tested blood orange extract that supports reduction in weight, waist size, and body mass. Thank you. Now I know. And it's weight loss backed by real science to help fuel your daily drive. MDriveDan.com. Try it for yourself. Free shipping, 60-day money-back guarantee. Nothing to lose, Todd, except for pounds. Yes. Not easy to lose weight as you age. Visit MDriveDan.com. Try MDrive Lean. Shed the extra pounds. Feel good. Perform at your best every single day. You want to feel your best? Help losing weight? Drink your MDrive. Go to MDriveDan.com. M Drive Lean, ask for it. Don't let age beat you. Refind your prime with M Drive. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. All six teams playing on Thanksgiving lost yesterday. Imagine if Chicago loses. Oh, okay. Thank you. Sneak it in there. All right. Here comes that. What? Stat of the day. Are you ready for a Tim Boyle, Andy Dalton duel? Chicago and Detroit on Thursday. Wow. I don't think you can flex out of that game Oof. on Thanksgiving, but if you could, I think you'd like to. Yeah, Paulie. I want to bring up something. I no offense. Uh-oh. No offense. That means there's going to be offense. Could you could the NFL look good by swapping out the 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 Lions maybe every other year and putting a different team in because the Lions generally aren't competitive? But they only get one standalone game. But maybe their players would like to be home with their families as opposed to <laughs> getting lit up on national TV. They want to be seen. Like Detroit's never seen. Let's bring in Carson Palmer. How many times do you play on Thanksgiving? Uh, a big fat zero for me. Okay. That sounds like a good thing. No, the, the Thursday night games are great when they're appropriately scheduled. When you have that Friday, Saturday, Sunday off to yeah. recover and rest and sit around and, and watch football, that's the best. As long as you're not beat up and, and sore going into that Thursday game from the previous Sunday. But players love the Thursday games if they're appropriately timed and they didn't play previously on Monday night. Uh, or something like that. But getting that long weekend is fantastic for the players. It's really tough, though. To You know, you play Sunday and you got to turn around and play Thursday on, on just a normal week. And now you have this. I can't imagine that you can be prepared physically and mentally for a game with three days in between. Well, it's, it's an, at the same time, both teams are, are with a limited schedule for, for mental prep. But 
the the issue are the veteran teams. When when you have a team like Pittsburgh who's stacked with a bunch of 29 to 34 year olds, it's hard on those guys. When you're 22, 23, you can play on Sunday and probably turn around and play again on Tuesday if you had to. But those older guys, those veteran teams, those teams that have a bunch of guys uh, that are in their maybe late 20s, early 30s that have to turn around and play on Thursday, that those are the teams it's really tough on. UCLA and USC this weekend. Uh, Carson played against UCLA three times. I got you passing for 824 yards, nine touchdowns, one interception. You went 3-0, and outscoring UCLA 117-56. to uh, What did you make of that game on Saturday? Uh, it's time for the season to get over for our Trojans. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're ready for an offseason. We're ready for a coaching change and the new regime to come in and, and put their stamp on the program. It's, it's time. <laughs> hey, got any new coaching candidates? Not today. Okay, good. Not, not today. <laughs> I, I still got a couple guys earmarked, but I don't know if you and I are allowed to talk about those guys on air anymore. Uh, before you were coming on, Paulie goes, how far do you think Carson Palmer's ever thrown a football? So we're going to guess here. Todd, I'll start with you. How, how far? 73 yards. Now, this isn't in a game. This is life. Okay, so huh? 73 yards. McLovin? I'm going to price his right him 75 yards. Okay, I see what you're doing there. Seton? 75 and a half. <laughs> Paulie? <laughs> because you said life and not a football game, I'm going to go 81 yards. I'm going to go 76 yards. Carson, your answer. Uh, the the furthest I've thrown is 73, I think. 73. 73. Somebody threw 73 out there. I'm not sure. Was that Todd? Richie? Yeah, that was me. All right. 73, baby. See? Smart guy. First in his class, right? Uh, second. Second. Thanks. Second. Make sure you that. <laughs> second in his class. He cheated off. Oh, stop. You did cheat. I was second in junior high school and high school. You could add that while you rip me for like looking at my friend's paper once in a while. But you, but that's called cheating. It's called checking your answers to make sure you, you got to, what you wrote down right. When you cheated at USC, Carson, how did you do it? Well, I didn't really cheat. I just didn't go to class. <laughs> that's what USC has to get back to. Yeah, we're, we're getting there. Like I said, we need the season to get over. We need to forget about 2021 and really 2020 and 2019, but we need to move on. 2022 is our year. Watch out. Best win of the weekend was turned in by which team in the NFL? The best win of the weekend is I need these Bill or I need these uh, who's playing tonight. I need them. The Giants need, and the uh, Buccaneers. Oh, I need the G men for a five team scream parlay. If they can just cover eleven, a hundred dollar bet wins me two thousand bucks, and they're my fifth leg. So that's my biggest win. I don't even need the G men to win. I just need them to cover. Okay. But because all I really we're not we're worried about me here, right, Dan? So I need the. G-men are you down to cover on your luck? I mean, are you? Do you need the money? Or is everything okay at the Palmer household? Uh, everything's okay, but there's no better money than money won. Okay. So. That five-teamer screamer, I'm a big five-teamer screamer. I love throwing them out there. They never come through or hardly ever do. So I need my G-men tonight. Just just keep it within 10. That's all I'm asking. Okay. But the worst win, the, the worst game of the week, the worst loss, um, was that Bills indie game. I mean, I, I was high on the Bills. I was loving watching them play. And they just showed up 
and they showed that they have an issue with with a physical running football team. And I didn't think that would be an issue, but they didn't want to tackle Jonathan Taylor. I mean, there were arm tackles broken. There were guys coming to the point of attack and kind of turning it down. Um, and that's not what you expected from a Sean McDermott Buffalo Bills defense. And I know that defense is built for speed and they're built to play with a lead. But if you can run the ball and jump out against the Buffalo Bills, I'm a little bit worried about him. And I'm a little bit worried about – and I love Josh. I love the QB. But he's starting to throw um, – he's starting to make some poor decisions and panic. I mean, he threw a pick on third and 18 or 19 years old, 19 yards that you just can't throw in that situation. And then, you know, he, he panicked again on another third down and, and had a receiver about eight yards away from him and threw an absolute piss missile at him. And it went right through his hands and bounced into the hands of the defending team. And, you know, there, there's some issues in Buffalo. And I think that was glaring. I think that was easily the worst, the worst loss of the week. And I'm a little concerned about them moving forward. I just want to follow up a piss missile. Is that what you said? Yeah. I mean, it was, yeah, it, it was about a 10 yard pass and he threw a 95 mile an hour fastball and you just, you got to take care of your guys on those shorter underneath routes. And, you know, as a fan, you can sit there and go, well, it hit his receiver in the hands, but that ball was only coming, you know, 15 yards in the air. And it was going, like I said, 95 miles an hour. You, you got to have a little touch on, and it's a, it's a little bit of a panic you're seeing in, in Josh, you know, you're down a couple scores. You feel like you got to make something happen. You try to squeeze one in on third and 18 when you just need to take the check down, throw it out of bounds, and punt. And and that's that was my worst loss of the week. It's got me concerned in Buffalo. Once again, it's a piss missile. It's a piss missile. Okay. <laughs> I'd never, never heard, heard of a piss missile. No. No. You can use it. Yeah, you can use it. Okay. I don't know how I'll use it. I mean, it doesn't come up in conversation around the dinner table with my wife, but... No. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's radio talk it's tv talk right? oh is it, yeah well I, you know i love the nfl terminology sometimes that you know i get caught on uh, caught up on i just uh you know i haven't i haven't heard that one before you got any other ones that are like inside football yeah i've got a bunch but i'm gonna save it for next monday what i'll just give you one a week is that fair okay yeah sure okay all right um, do the Chiefs have a decent defense? Like, they have a, a defense that is good enough to help them go to the Super Bowl again. They've got a, They've obviously got a good enough defense to get into the playoffs. But if you, if you, again, if you can jump up on them and run the ball, they're not built to stop the run. They're built to have a lead. And so, um, yeah, they played a lot better. And that was kind of the game we've all been waiting for Kansas City to play. You know, where, where Patrick looked really confident with the ball. There's still some Travis Kelsey issues you saw on the pick that bounced off his chest. But they're starting to figure some things out on defense. But that team is built for speed. That team is built to play with a 14, 21-point lead where you have to throw it on them. If they catch a team like Indy that comes in and runs the ball and gets real physical with them and owns the time of possession and doesn't give the ball to Patrick Mahomes, they are very susceptible to being beat. But I wonder about that when we get to the playoffs. And we saw this with the Titans – you know, a couple of years ago, they were up big on Kansas City, couldn't hold on. But that team that's run first, and because everybody, it feels like their defenses are smaller and faster, built for speed, whereas you get a team that has a good offensive line and just able to run the football, Indianapolis could be a tough out because of that. Because you don't, not many teams are built that way. The Titans are, Colts are. Uh, Philadelphia runs the football, but they're not going to be a playoff caliber team. So 
that that could be that could be an interesting team to run up against the Colts. Yeah, I mean, when when you look at what Derrick Henry was doing for the last three or four years in Tennessee, he was an anomaly. They were an anomaly. Everybody else was built to throw it. And it's not that, you know, Derrick Henry is obviously a great back. That offensive line is really good. They're just so different and they're so difficult to prepare for and they're so difficult to practice during the week because you got a, a back that is so different than everybody else. Now, now bringing it back to Indy, I mean, Indy's kind of similar. Jonathan Taylor there aren't many backs built like him right now. I mean, it was him and, and really Derrick Henry that are 230 pounds plus that can run away from you. There's a lot of smaller, quicker, shiftier backs, but they are an anomaly. And that offensive line in Indy is much better than that offensive line in Tennessee. So, I mean, I, I do think they're a problem. If T.Y. Hilton can stay healthy, Jonathan Taylor stays healthy, and Carson Wentz, that defense is is a division champ type defense. That defense is a playoff defense. They got playmakers in the back end. Leonard, who who does such a great job from a leadership standpoint at linebacker and, and rushing the passer and, and speed and quickness, cover the backs out of the backfield. They're, they're going to be a, a difficult team. We've seen Carson Wentz struggle early on this year. It looks like he's starting to kind of iron out some of those problems he was having. If he can continue to play the way he played yesterday, they are going to be a tough out. Uh, do do quarterbacks like having that running game? Like that means less throws. But are you you know? Do you think most of these guys are comfortable? You think Patrick Mahomes is comfortable handing the ball off? Absolutely. The, the quarterbacks want to play against a single high, single safety defense, and you can do that when you know a team that can't throw it comes up to you, and you can play single high defense. But when you get back and play two high defense, and you have that second safety deep covering the pass and you can run the ball from a quarterback's perspective, you love it. It helps the play action pass game. It helps get you more single high safety looks, which is an advantageous thing for an offense to be in because now there's more holes and more voids in the defense. When you can't run the ball and defenses can put another safety back, there's less holes in the defense and less voids in the defense to throw into. So a quarterback like Patrick Mahomes, um, Russell Wilson, all, all these great quarterbacks that we're watching play, Tom Brady, running game and handing the ball off is a great thing when you're averaging over four yards a pop. They all love that. You ever go to the line of scrimmage and forget the play? Yes. What do you do? Uh, it, it only happened a couple times. One time it was on a run play, and I just – I knew it was a run. I just forgot which way it was going. And I opened up to the left, and the back went to the right, and I think I took a four-yard loss, five-yard loss. And one time I dropped back. Actually, I, I completely forgot what the play was. It was third and long, and I don't know what I called, and I still to this day don't know what I called. I just called something in the huddle and found somebody that actually got open, got the first down, and moved on and hadn't talked about it since until now. But, like, how's that happen? Were you, did you get your bell rung? I'm actually I'm actually surprised it didn't happen more because I I have a I have a problem with short term memory memory loss and I got hit in the head a bunch and I'm surprised it only happened twice but I do remember those two play, uh, those two plays in my career and I'm I'm actually um, thinking back to the pass play and I probably did have a little bit of a bell rung and had an issue with that and that's probably why that happened. How many official concussions did you have? I only had one that that. Uh, put me in the hospital overnight and where I don't remember the game. I don't remember the previous day. I woke up in the hospital with my buddy Frosty Rucker, who was a, a, a teammate of mine 
a couple different stops and my wife sitting in the hospital room waiting for me to wake up. And I just kind of came to and had no clue what was going on, where I was. So that was my really only official, official concussion. How many unofficial do you think you had? A good baker's dozen, somewhere around there. Were you good at hiding? Hiding concussions? Yeah. You know, it really wasn't a topic um, until the last, until about 10 years ago. So my first half of my career, there were bell rungs. They were, you know, you got, you got dinged up. You got your, you got, you got a little, uh, a little sleepy on a hit. I mean, there was terms for it. It wasn't an official concussion, but it wasn't until 10 years ago where people were like, all right, that was a concussion. You need to go into the protocol. He gave us piss missile this week. Who knows what he'll give us next week. We're rooting for the Giants tonight. Just 10 points. We don't need them to win. We just need them to cover for the five-team screen. But you're going to be yelling at Brady. You're rooting against Tom Brady tonight, aren't you? 100%. 100%. <laughs> for two grand. Uh, help out Carson Palmer. Please give. Um, uh, happy Thanksgiving, Carson. Thanks for joining us. Happy, happy Thanksgiving. That's uh, Carson Palmer joining us, courtesy of the CBD Trusted by Professional Athletes. Level Select CBD provides targeted relief, helps treat everyday discomfort when you need it the most. Go to levelselectcbd.com. Make sure you use the promo code DP30, $30 off your entire order, $30 off. Levelselectcbd.com, promo code DP30, not available in Idaho, Iowa, and South Dakota. I had not heard that term before. Almost felt like it was going to be a T-shirt there that uh, Seton was formulating in his head that may be uh on the horizon yes of course uh let's see get a couple yeah paul according to a few different websites that handle this type of uh, jargon it can be used in baseball for a homer like a liner that goes out hmm. or even on hockey for a slap shot or in football obviously for a, a laser pass yeah i had not heard of that before and uh <laughs> but i like it i get it it could be just you know through a missile Yes, yeah, right. It's the kind of thing that you'd probably normally hear around the dugout or something, or maybe on social media, not necessarily in this forum. Yeah. But he said it in such a matter of fact way. And then I said, all right, just to reiterate, like what you're saying here. And, it, and then he was like, yeah. And then he went on to explain what it was. He didn't get what I was getting at was that's an interesting name that you're calling it here. All right. Some phone calls. Stu in Phoenix. Hey, Stu, best and worst of the weekend. Hey, Dan, thanks for taking the call. Great show, as always. Appreciate it. Happy Thanksgiving to you all. Thank you, Stu. Uh, along, the, along the lines, I'm curious, a little while ago, talking about being obsessed and maniacal about your profession. Curious about who there is uh, that in regard to the show, and who's just there having fun, Dan? Uh, the best of the weekend is... Uh, a bunch of my friends celebrate uh, my 20th year of sobriety with me. Awesome. First of the weekend is my line just not, I don't know, it's, it's ugly, Dan. I, I just hope maybe that after the suspension of Mr. Stewart and the Pistons, maybe Dan Campbell can pull him over to the team and get a little heart in the lines. So that's all I have. I, I really appreciate all, right. uh, all you guys in the show. Congratulations on the 20 years there, Stu. Yeah, we have fun on the show. It's just sometimes I have to remind myself we're having fun on the show because you get caught up in each segment, each interview, each question. Like you, you want everything to be great. And 
you know, I, I think if you stop caring or you don't have that drive, then you should get out. And I have that every single day. You know, we want it to be great. Every interview, you know, the questions, all of that. And, you know, you get, you get crazy with it. I do. It's really, really, really rare when I get done with a show and feel like, boy, that was a great show. Because you're thinking about the next day. But, you know, that's who I am and the Danettes have to deal with me. Yeah, Paul. The one thing that stands out to me is maybe once a year, maybe twice a year, you'll text me like, we forgot to ask Jerry West oh, about the Kobe draft or whatever it may be. Like, mm. And if we forget a question, that's when you're, you're going to do 20 hours on yeah. that. Yeah. I call, I call it 20 hours because there's 20 hours between the end of the show next day, 21. But I call it the 20 hour thing. Yeah. Yeah. Especially a forgotten question. Oh, I I know. And I I'll just just sit there and Do you want to bring a few of them up from the no, no, no. I have a list. No, because I, I oh it drives me crazy. Yeah, Todd. And then behind that, if it's not a question, then it's I should have followed up with what your follow up question should have yeah. been. Yeah. Yeah. Are you piling on? We've all worked with you long enough we can understand the torture you put yourself uh, through after each show. I know. Look, the, the best thing you ever do, the audience, is you let me into your life. Like, you, you're owed that kind of commitment. You know, you, you invest in that. When you drive to work or wherever it might be, it's the same thing with SportsCenter. You let me into your home every night. Like, there's no better compliment you can ever get in this business than somebody who says, you're part of my day. You're part of my night. And I appreciate that. And I never want to lose sight of that. We'll take a break. Last call for phone calls. What we learn, what's in store tomorrow after this. The hottest rookie, the biggest superstars, the all-time greats, only one place to collect them all. Our friends at Panini Trading Cards, the exclusive trading card partner of the NFL. They use iconic brands, Donruss, Prism, Contenders, National Treasures. They deliver instant classic trading cards of the most popular players. You got Trevor Lawrence, Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, autograph cards, memorabilia cards, rare inserts, hottest rookie cards. There's something for everyone in Panini America packs. More than just the NFL, because Panini is the exclusive home for the NBA, UFC, NASCAR, and collegiate trading cards. What to watch for in week 12, a trio of Thanksgiving Day Classics, Chicago at Detroit, Raiders at Dallas, Buffalo at New Orleans. The uh, Titans were rolling. The surging Patriots, something's got to give there. Big Ben and the Steelers go to the jungle to battle Joe Burrow and the Bengals. Start or continue your collection now at PaniniAmerica.net, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Actor Ray Liotta is going to join us tomorrow. You guys going to have uh, good fellas questions for him? Field of Dreams? Yeah, Paulie? We may have to go some niche movies, too. Ray Liotta's been in a lot of stuff. 
There's a great movie he was in, I think it's great, called Phoenix. It's about some dirty cops in Phoenix, Arizona, hmm. and Ray's the star of it. What's the one he's in with Melanie Griffith? And uh, The early one, like his first movie. Something Wild? Yes. Great. Jeff Daniels. Oh. He's, what's his name, Charlie? Uh, but Melanie's great in there, and so is Jeff Daniels. But uh, Ray plays a really bad guy. So Ray Liotta is going to join us. Uh, what else does he have? Copland, Blow, Narc is a great flick. Ooh, that's intense. Yeah. Uh, Feel the dreams, Shoeless Joe. Yeah, that's right. All right. Uh, this day in sports history. Hold on, I'm on my Ray Liotta page still. Okay. Uh, let me see what I have here. This day in sports history. The lowest scoring NBA game in history was on this day. The final score was 19 to 18. It was Fort Wayne Pistons versus the Minneapolis Lakers. Uh, shot clock was introduced four years later. This day in 1966, Steve Spurrier won the Heisman. This day in 1986, Mike Tyson the youngest heavyweight champ in boxing history. He was just 20 years of age. You got anything else, Paulie? Uh, 2016, it was announced that the NHL would uh, have a team in Vegas, the Vegas Golden Knights. And uh, 2006, Tiger Woods won his seventh straight PGA Grand Slam. Okay. Final results of the poll question, McLovin. Most impressive win of the weekend, your Indianapolis Colts over the Bills. Tim in Wisconsin joins us. Hey, Tim, what's on your mind? Hey, DP. I am six foot and a spelt 235. Thank you. I once had a, my oldest was a seventh grader, and we came home from a basketball game, and he looked me dead straight in the eye and said, Dad, you got to shut up. <laughs> and I said, what, what, what is the deal? And he said, you are so distracting. He goes, you just take away everything, everything fun about the game for me. At that point, I made a decision. I got to stop. I'm not going to be that dad. I did. His game took off, and now he's playing major college basketball. Awesome. In right? spite of you, right? Tim. Sometimes you just got to shut up, yeah. man. <laughs> I know. I've been told that many times. <laughs> Thank you, Tim. Congratulations. My dad used to wave a white hanky during the games. I'm in high school, and I could hear my dad. If there was a call, bad call, you'd hear my dad be the top of the stands, yelling out, pitiful, pitiful. And he'd have his white hanky, and he'd be waving his white hanky. This is the same man who was once flipped off during a basketball game by an official on the floor who put a bird behind his back and gave my father the finger. And my dad was so excited. <laughs> he was so excited that he got flipped off by an official during a game. So proud of you, Dad. Yes, Todd. I can totally relate to that because my son basically banned me from going to some of his basketball games because I'm was i trying to cheer and be supportive, and he just thought I was just embarrassing everybody, and then I'm like almost yelling towards the coach to tell him to slow it up. They're up by nine with like a minute 12 left, and they're running up the court and shooting it, <laughs> giving it too many chances for the other team to come back. I'm like, and there's no even there's no shot clock. Why would you run up the court with like a nine-point lead with a minute 12 left? So he said, "Don't please don't come anymore. Thank you, Todd. You're welcome. Uh, Sawyer in Indiana. Hey, Sawyer. And I only have best for this weekend. 
Purdue football beat Northwestern. Purdue basketball beating North Carolina and Villanova. Lewis Hamilton winning the Qatar Grand Prix. And Tottenham beating Leeds United. Thank you. All right, Sawyer. Thank you. Seemed like a pretty good weekend for Sawyer. It's a full rundown right there. I liked it. I did. Uh, let's see. Let's go around the room what we learned on this program. Todd, what'd you learn today? Carson Palmer, who never played on Thanksgiving and taught us the term piss missile, needs the Giants to cover to win his parlay. $200 bet gets him 2000 bucks for the five-team scream. Five-team screamer. Uh, McLovin. If you're wandering around Connecticut, you might see Drew Brees today <laughs> holding a phone and talking. He was taking his morning walk today. Seton O'Connor. Carson Palmer's forgotten plays in the huddle. Pauly? Breeze, four miles before breakfast. Uh, Todd, what did I learn? McLovin is all in on Jalen Hurts, and you won't let him change his mind for at least the next two years. What we learned brought to you by the compact GLA proves it's not the size of the SUV in the fight, it's the size of the fight in the SUV. Learn more about the nimble and ready-for-anything Mercedes-Benz vehicle at MBUSA.com. Mercedes-Benz, the best or nothing. It's good to be back. Got a few more days here before Thanksgiving. Look forward to talking to you tomorrow. It's been the Dan Patrick Show. One more item as we close out this Monday. Simply Safe Home Security Black Friday deals 50% off their award winning home security. We love Simply Safe because, well, how much time do you have? Everything you need to make your home safe indoor, outdoor cameras, comprehensive sensors, all monitored around the clock by trained professionals who send help the instant you need it. And Simply Safe, make sure that you understand what you're getting when you order. Order online, it comes right to your home. You're going to be installing, it'll take you probably 30 minutes or less best home security system of 2021 by u.s news and world report customize that system and you can do it for your home or office and you can do it online in minutes no long-term contracts no hidden fees no pushy salespeople. it's really easy to start feeling a bit more peace of mind take advantage of simply saves early black friday deals get 50 percent off your new home security system go to simplysafedan.com again that's simplysafedan.com for 50 percent off your entire order.